Hi, hello. Just just checking in, really, with a quick one from us on Monday pods on betting shows. Sometimes you'll hear George and myself teasing each other. Well, today we're teasing some new content, some YouTube content, because in 2023, that's a big focus for us. We want to expand our offering outside of, of just the podcast. First, don't worry, because the podcast output, which hasn't changed for the best part of four years now, will remain the same, will remain super consistent from now until the end of the season. We're not going to be doing anything less. We're not going to be doing anything differently at all. But we want to offer more on other platforms, and particularly on YouTube, which we think is a, a new frontier for us and one that we'd like to try and conquer. So today we've had our first day filming in our new office, and what you're about to hear is a small portion of our first proper big vid and we think this will give you a good idea of the sort of new and original and different content that you'll find on our YouTube channel. This is the EFL January transfer window round table in which George and myself talked about six or seven completed transfers that we think are interesting, the most interesting so far in January. We implore you to head to YouTube and watch the full video, check out some interesting fashion choices, some fun office decorations, and some very tasteful office chairs. But if you want to try before you buy, listen before you christen, here's the first player we discussed answering the question, what's, in your eyes, the biggest transfer that's been done so far in the EFL? Well, I think if you're looking at impact that a player is going to make and the position that their team is in, I think, and what we've seen them do before at this level, Cameron Archer mm. to Middlesbrough on loan from Aston Villa has to be the one. I've been really surprised that Cameron Archer, in a season that has been really disappointing for Aston Villa in the Premier League, hasn't been given more of an opportunity, not just by one manager in Steven Gerrard, who kept him at the club um, for the first half of the season, but he, I don't think he played more than 10 minutes in a Premier League game all off the bench. But then Unai Emery has come in and is seemingly happy, for, well, clearly happy for Archer to go out on loan. This is a player who came in to the Preston side last season having impressed in the cup, having yeah. previously only had a loan spell at Solihull Moors in the National League, it felt like a massive step up what we'd seen before. And I was personally very surprised to see how well he settled into life at Preston. He was playing in a front two with Emil Reese jakobsen uh, Jakobsen, I think there are some similarities, not necessarily in style, but in terms of the position that he plays uh, with Tuber Atpom, who you can imagine uh, Arch will be playing with at Borough, where Jakobsen is a goal scorer, but someone who's very happy to drop into the space behind and link up play there as well. Archer very much the the kind of proper fox-in-the-box striker. He scored seven goals uh, in the uh, championship last season for, um, for, for Preston. That came from an expected goals of 5.61. So marginally overperforming his XG, but generally, you know, getting into good positions consistently. He was a, a brilliant finisher and a, was a massive part of that. I was going to say, eye test wise, definitely. you're looking at a guy who both gets into good goal scoring positions, XG per shot, always going to be high with someone like Archer, really clever movement in the box. But also, I think looking at who scored between cup goals for Villa and championship goals for Preston, 11 in total, uh, what is it? I think it's five with his left foot, favoured left foot, four with his right foot, two with his head. 
So a good finisher with all parts of his body, that's that's something that lets other strikers down at this sort of level. For sure. And the way, you know, we've seen since Michael Carrick came in at, at, at Borough, that Akpom has clearly been the main man and Akpom's goal scoring record recently has been, has been brilliant. But as we've discussed on the pod, he's not playing necessarily as that out-and-out out number nine. He's dropping in into the gap. It is a two-up front system, but with Akpom, the one who's maybe a bit more withdrawn. And if you look at the shot stats, both of Archer last season for Preston, you can see that Per 90 minutes, Archer was having 2.5 shots per game last season. Uh, of that, 1.8 um, per game were inside the box. So really good areas, basically, in terms of, of where he was getting. Looking at the Borough side of this season, ranked by total shots per game, Akpom, as you'd imagine, well clear at the top, 2.8. So pretty similar to, to Archer. And then two in the penalty area per game. So again, very similar to Archer. Josh Coburn is, is the one under who only played 27 minutes for Borough, <laughs> for Borough this season. Yeah. We know what's happened with him at Bristol Rovers, so we can ignore him. And then there's a massive drop-off down to Riley McGree, uh, Munez. And whilst they're still averaging just under two shots per game, the locations are way worse, as you can see on the right-hand side, for, for inside the box. So it's like penalty box presence. Exactly. Is that what you're getting at? But, but also because Marcus Force is probably the one who you would imagine would be most similar in terms of, well, I mean, this is the player that we think uh, Archer is going to replace, but his shots per game is sorry shots per ninety I should say is one point one, and of that 0.9 is in the penalty area. So yes, he is the penalty box presence, but his shot numbers are way beneath what Archer was last season. So I think it's an upgrade. We know that Borough are in prime position to to probably at the moment finish third. You'd think in the championship, also in prime position to be there if Burnley or Sheffield United are to to slip up and, and could even force themselves into automatic contention. And then Michael Carrick, we know that he's in a very short space of time, a manager who's bringing along young players very, very quickly and improving their game too. So, yeah, I mean, there's loads of love, isn't there? Impossible not to be seriously excited. But then that worries me a little bit as well. Is it, is it almost too good to be true? That's what we'll find out. I think quite simply for me, Archer was the best striker realistically available for championship clubs in January. And Borough have got him. And I think that alone is, is very, very important given how many clubs look to add goals most specifically in January he can create his own shot he's not an unbelievable dribbler don't get me wrong but he can certainly shift it either side and get a shot away quite a, a simple link player but effective with it and I can I can absolutely see him and Akpom complement e each other pretty well as you've said and he kind of mitigates against the potential for Akpom's goal scoring numbers to drop a little bit now I'm not saying they will do that Akpom is playing unbelievably well but we have to admit that it is an incredible like leap in form and in output from a player who was basically on the scrap heap a couple of months ago. So if Akpom's goal scoring numbers drop even just a little bit, you'd be a little bit worried as to whether Force or Crooks could pick up the slack or Watmore, for example. You wouldn't be worried that Archer could pick up the slap. So he joins a, a Borough team scoring 2.2 goals per game under Carrick, a really high performing attacking team already. Um, very, very exciting. And we think someone who is going to have quite a big impact on the rest of the season. Uh, okay, let's stop the tease there, shall we? There's quite a lot more where this came from over on our YouTube channel. Search for Not The Top 20 Podcast YouTube or, of course, you can just click the link in the description of this podcast. It will take you straight to the full video. We've got six more players that we talk about on there. Ishmael Kone of Watford, Josh Wilson-Esbrand and Brooke Norton-Cuffey, Coventry City. How about Josh Bowler back at Blackpool? And then in League Two, Matt Jay to Colchester and Tim Dieng to Gillingham. What is going on in League Two? Go on, click on the link, go to YouTube, subscribe. We'd be very, very grateful.